0: Open enrollment is just around the corner for many employers. It's the most wonderful time of the year for HR Parties of One. In addition to the planning, coordination, and rollout of benefits administration, you may find yourself inundated with questions about everything from employee assistance programs to FSA eligible expenses. So if this is your first open enrollment or your 10th, in today's episode of HR Party of One, I'm gonna cover questions HR may receive during open enrollment and how you can answer these questions most effectively. We'll talk about answers to five of the top open enrollment questions, HR's overall role in open enrollment for small and mid-sized organizations, and five strategic steps to prep for 2021 open enrollment. So let's get to it. During open enrollment, HR administrators and, and their broker counterparts handle countless questions and policy changes all at once. It can get a little overwhelming, which is why HR should do everything it can to prepare in advance. In that spirit, let's discuss some of the most common questions HR professionals receive during this time of year. And I'll give you some possible answers so you can be prepared. Here's one, does our plan include employee assistance programs or EAPs? And in case you don't know, an EAP is an employee benefit that assists employees with personal or work-related problems that may impact their job performance, health, mental and emotional well-being, Some say that COVID-19 and working from home has caused more and more employees to take advantage of these programs this year. If you offer one, take care to communicate to your employees that they have access to these services. You never know who needs it. Making benefits elections can be a daunting task, and because employees are typically focused on their health insurance, EAPs can be an afterthought. You should regularly remind employees of the additional benefits available to them through their EAP, and especially Remind them at open enrollment. If you're uncertain whether or not your organization offers EAPs, check the company's long-term disability policy. If your plan doesn't include an EAP, ask your broker. There may be another line of coverage that you offer that does, or you might consider getting one on a standalone basis. But if it turns out that you don't currently have an EAP, and you get a question about it, let employees know that you understand how important they are. Given their popularity among employees and employers alike, Let your employees know that HR is open to evaluating adding an EAP as a core benefit. I can't emphasize enough that your broker may have ideas for how you can provide access to one at little or no cost. So ask your broker about this. Here's another question. How do I sign up my newborn for health insurance? If you have anyone who is expecting, they're likely to ask about this during open enrollment, even if the baby isn't due until April. Tell your employee that they need to notify HR if they wanna put their child on their health plan. They should be able to enroll the baby as a dependent, and if enrolled in a timely manner, the plan will cover the child retroactively. You can also tell your employee that they generally have up to 60 days after the child's birth date to enroll their baby, although this is something you should confirm with your broker. Here's another one. Do you provide a student loan assistance? And while we may read about this type of benefit a lot, the truth is that not a lot of employers offer student loan assistance right now. However, more and more frequently, employers are offering this benefit as an option for employees. And of course, it's particularly popular with younger employees. If and when you're asked about a benefit that you don't offer yet, you can use this language. No, we don't currently offer a student loan assistance program. Given all of our company's competing priorities, we do our best to evaluate ideas in an organized way so we can find and implement the best ones. So if you have an idea like like this one that could potentially make our whole team better, but you can't implement it on your own, share it with your manager and then communicate it with HR. So you know, we evaluate ideas like this once a year, almost always in January or February. By the way, I pulled the second half of this language from Bernie Portal's Culture Guide. I discussed our Culture Guide at length in a previous episode. I'll leave a link in the description. And what's great about this response is that you can use it to answer any kind of open enrollment and benefits question about a benefit that you don't currently offer and you can communicate that you're open to employee suggestions and ideas. Okay, here's another question that comes up a lot. What's the difference between an HSA and a PPO? Anyone who's confusing health savings accounts or HSAs and PPOs needs to understand first that an HSA is a bank account while a PPO is a network. In other words, one helps you pay for healthcare costs while the other represents a person's actual network of healthcare coverage, doctors, hospitals. I recommend explaining to employees that an HSA is a tax-free personal bank account, not a health plan or a network, unlike a PPO, which is. HSAs are paired with a HSA-eligible health plan to encourage users to maximize triple tax savings by covering the costs of medicine, medical procedures, and even copays for doctor visits. HSA health plans can be on a variety of different types of networks, including PPOs. This means that you can get a PPO that allows you to use an HSA but not every HSA-eligible plan is on a PPO network. What can I purchase with FSA funds? Flexible spending accounts, or FSAs, allow employees to set aside pre-tax funds for healthcare expenses or dependent care expenses. In many cases, these dollars expire at the end of the year. Depending on the plan, there's sometimes a grace period, but otherwise, this money doesn't roll over. If you get asked what one can purchase with these funds, tell your team that the IRS makes that determination your FSA administrator should provide a list you can direct employees to. And you can also make employees aware of websites like www.fsastore.com, which maintains a comprehensive eligibility list of medical products and expenses. FSA users can easily refer to this resource when searching for ways to get the most out of their FSA dollars. So we've reviewed possible answers to questions you might get. And while we're on the open enrollment topic, let's also review the role for HR parties of one when it comes to managing a successful open enrollment. The responsibilities break down into three main categories. First responsibility is building a benefits broker partnership. Benefits administration can be complex. It requires keen attention to detail, significant time commitment, industry knowledge, and compliance expertise. And that's why building a strong relationship with a benefits brokerage is so vital to open enrollment success. A good broker, Will help their employer clients design the best benefits package for their unique needs and guide that employer through open enrollment as well as provide ongoing administration support throughout the year bernie portal has an excellent blog on the website that details how hr can select the right broker for its team i've included a link in the episode description for a full list of 10 questions to ask your broker check it out identifying benefits that match company culture and employee needs The workforce is becoming increasingly focused on personalization. Well-thought-out benefits speak volumes to potential hires and can improve retention rates for current team members. For example, if your staff typically falls between ages of 25 and 30, it may make sense to offer childcare benefits that help young parents. For a company predominantly composed of baby boomers, childcare probably won't have the same appeal. And the third responsibility is conducting a smooth open enrollment that finishes on time. By planning ahead and working alongside your broker, HR should ensure that open enrollment takes place as planned and in time for employees to receive their ID cards before the effective date. And I say this because more often than not, a good open enrollment is judged based on employees receiving their ID cards in time. That's what they feel. We discussed in detail how you can structure a timeline to maximize the likelihood this happens in Episode 29, How to Conduct Open Enrollment Online. Okay, now with all of this in mind, what else can HR do to prepare for open enrollment? Communicate early and often. Set a few communication-based goals heading into open enrollment. The sooner you reach out to staff with information, including when the open enrollment process begins and how it works, the better chance you have at improving employee engagement, comprehension, and readiness. This also includes sending reminders to employees during the open enrollment process. If you're using an HRIS like Bernie Portal, You may be able to do that from within the system itself. You can automate it. Consult with your broker. As I discussed earlier, use the blog I provided in the episode description to review a list of 10 questions you can ask your broker. This should help you learn more about the process of open enrollment and determine how prepared your current broker is for supporting you with benefits administration. There are a lot of good ones out there, but they're not all created equal. Go online or get up to speed. With work from home now the norm for many teams across the country, There's no better time than now to shift your open enrollment process online. Adopting an HRIS like Bernie Portal can save time, reduce errors, expand offerings, and increase employee satisfaction. If you're already online, make sure you understand the ins and outs of the digital benefits administration process. There's a good chance that depending on your platform, they've made some improvements between this year and last year. Changes that can save you time and further streamline enrollment. Make your job easier. Consider new benefits. Stellar employee benefits have proven to be a great tool for employers looking to boost recruitment and retention rates. Consider including popular benefits in your 2021 package, even if you haven't offered them before. Things like telehealth services, EAPs, and employer HSA contributions. And build this all around your culture. Is your benefits package reflective of your company's culture? Build and sustain organizational culture by including benefits that demonstrate your organization's values. If you're still unsure where to begin with open enrollment, I have some homework for you. I recommend you take a digital education course on the topic. Bernie U has the ultimate guide to benefits administration and open enrollment. It's a course that teaches you everything you need to know about open enrollment, from how the process works to digital software solutions and how benefits administration can boost retention and recruitment. Even better, the program is free to access It's been approved for continuing education credits, and it's our most popular course for a reason. Becoming an expert in an important area like this can help elevate your role. Remember, your job is as strategic as you make it. And that's all for this episode. Please subscribe to our channel. As the end of the year nears, review the videos in our back catalog for past topics that could help you during Q4 and into the new year.